Oh, yes, indeed. NFL music to my ears. Live, back in action, pumping through your speakers on Anchor Radio. This is the Root for Sports podcast presented by the Sports Column and the 3rd and 3 podcast with my teammates on Sunday mornings. The real deal, Damien Adams, who runs his own solo show, and it's excellent. My boy does a great job. And, of course, the comedian of our group, Tricky Nikki DeMatthews, who conducts Knowledge with Nikki as she slams Damien and myself in our sports trivia segment. Uh, we gained a little bit of uh, little ground last week. It was fun, and we'll have it again Sunday. We have an amazing time on the show and look forward to doing it this weekend, Sunday again. NFL action coming at you. We're going to start breaking down the NFC side of things as we did with the AFC rankings and concluded it with our last episode. We went division by division and then went full with the full AFC rankings. And as for now, guys, I really wanted to make a quick podcast solo mission about the most feared players going into the 2020 NFL season. Now, fear can be interpreted in different ways. Some measure it by size, strength, athletic ability. And yep, those are all factors, but fear can come in covering a great wide receiver or preparing for a dynamic dual threat type quarterback. It can even be an individual matchup at the line of scrimmage where one player demands so much attention because they're feared of what they can do on the field. Peyton Manning was certainly one of those guys, a quarterback. Ray Lewis, one of those guys, a middle linebacker. In 2020, we have a lot of players to be feared in their own right. So I'm very eager to get into this right now, and it's something I've been thinking about over the last uh, couple of episodes, something I wanted to get into. So let's get into it right now. Let's not waste any time. I want to start immediately with my number one, and I would love your feedback on this, whether it's, um, you know, the list in itself, ranked one through 25, who you would have at top, maybe people I had left out, who you feel deserve to be in through others. Let's go through it, man. Here we go. Rock and roll. It's freaking Rufus Sports Podcast. Again, presented by the Sports Column and 3rd and 3 Podcast coming at you this Sunday morning. Right now, Friday morning action over here as we get ready for our weekend. Let's see what you think about the players on the list and the order they're listed. And here we go. Lamar Jackson, number one. Reason why? Yeah, MVP, rushing record for a quarterback, and improving as a passer, 36 touchdowns. Six interceptions? What more do you want? I mean, so let's just hope that the guy can be healthy and he can keep improving as a passer and always have that rushing dynamic with him. To me, he's the most feared guy. You can't prepare for him. It was like, you know, preparing for Cam Newton back in 2012, 2014, 2015 when he won the MVP. It was just, wow. It's an extra player in the field that you have to worry about with the ball in his hand who can run and take off. 70 yards, no problem, spin move, all that. Next guy on the list, number two, another really speedy guy, different position, wide receiver. He's too fast. You can't guard him one-on-one. You need at least three guys, and I've talked about it on our show. He's an instant game changer, and that's Tyreek Hill. The guy's so fast, he can get open. He broke my heart in the Super Bowl where he just basically ran to a spot where nobody was within 20 yards of him, made the catch, Chiefs make history. Speaking of the Chiefs, number three, Patrick Mahomes, the guy who throws him the ball. You're never out of a game when Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. He's like the second coming of Aaron Rodgers, maybe even better. He can do it all. Again, proved it in the Super Bowl, but not just the Super Bowl, the entire playoff run. They were down at halftime every game, 
and you knew you were never out. Kansas City ends up scoring over 30 points one way or another, and in large part due to Patrick Mahomes, former MVP, Super Bowl MVP. He's number three. Four on the list, and we'll go through a little bit quicker. Aaron Donald, number four, consistently among the most sacks in the NFL, disruptor, demands double, triple teams. What more do you want out of a defensive lineman who opens it up for other players to go in and get their sacks? And same thing with a guy like Nick Bosa, number five. 12 QB pressures in the Super Bowl alone. But if you watch him in his rookie season all year, he didn't play like a rookie. He was a man basically possessed in the field. He lived in the backfield. He had, I forgot how many sacks off the top of my head, 12, 13, whatever it was, but total disruptor for the 49ers, the anchor of that defensive line already as a rookie now coming into his sophomore year. Can't wait to see what he's got. Khalil Mack, another disruptor of your offense. Amazing strength, amazing speed, and still underrated by some people. I mean, what what more do you want out of Khalil Mack? Guy has been incredible since he stepped into the league, and the Bears are lucky to have him. Going again on defense at number seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers, T.J. Watt. Football family blood, sacks, I mean, tackles for loss in the backfield, forced fumbles. The guy does it all. Defensive player of the year. I mean, he was just incredible. Another defensive guy. I've been doing a defensive run here. Jamal Adams. Safety for the Jets. Maybe not for long, but he's the best safety in the league, in my opinion, guys. And that guy, you do fear him because when you go over the middle, man, you don't want to be hit by Jamal Adams, man. That guy is always around the ball. He can pick it off and he can knock your head off, man. That dude is the real deal. Speaking of real deal, Russell Wilson, come on, number nine, and he could be rated higher. He makes something out of nothing every single time he steps in the field. The guy's incredible. He hasn't had a lot of weapons in the past. They've had to rely on defense a lot, but Wilson always seems to get the job done. If he's got the ball in the fourth quarter, last drive of the game, and you need something to happen, he's going to do it, whether it's with his feet, scrambling out of the backfield, Making something happen with his arm, he can do it all. Just like a guy at number 10, Christian McCaffrey for the Carolina Panthers. Dude's a machine. He can do anything he wants in the field. The guy is incredible. I mean, really, catching the ball, all-purpose yards, over 2,000. He could do it again. I mean, look, all the focus is, you know, all the attention is focused on Christian McCaffrey right now because of the lack of weapons that they have in Carolina, but still. You can't take away from this guy's ability, just like DeAndre Hopkins, who 50-50 balls have become more like 70-30 or 80-20 when it comes to him. He's coming down with the ball. He's my number 11 guy, and now Kyler Murray is going to be throwing him the ball in Arizona, not Deshaun Watson, who ironically I have at number 12, and has shown he can put a team on his back and do the type of things that only elite NFL quarterbacks can really do. And he did show that during the regular season, during the postseason for a while, especially in that Bills game where they were down and out at halftime at home. It was all said and done, but he put the team on his back and he won. Deshaun Watson, I love. Quinton Nelson, first offensive lineman on the board at number 13 for your Indianapolis Colts. Consider yourself lucky if you can beat him even one time during an NFL game. All right, consider yourself lucky. That guy is a beast. He opens up holes. He blocks 
uh, for the passing. For Philip Rivers, who's really going to need it because he's 85 years old. Quentin Nelson is a guy to be feared, and you do have to prepare for him and what he can do at the guard position, and that says a lot. Michael Thomas, number 14. Maybe some people would have him a little bit higher. Not me necessarily. They go to him all the time. Drew Brees loves him. But opponents know he's getting the ball, and he still makes the catches, and he broke the record of Marvin Harrison last year at 147, 148 catches, whatever it was. So the guy can do it all, gets in the end zone, has the will, wants to be the best in the league. Can't take anything away from what that man does. Spectacular. Number 15, Saquon Barkley. Multidimensional player. His rookie season, don't forget how fantastic he was. Last year, he was hurt. So we kind of forget a little bit, but don't forget. He can beat you out of the backfield catching the ball. He's got Barry Sanders-esque moves. He can run between tackles. He's one of the best running backs I've seen in a really long time, guys. And Derrick Henry at number 16, right behind him. And some people may want to flip-flop him a little bit, but that dude is somebody you don't want to tackle. When you talk about fear, all right, you don't want to tackle Derrick Henry. And it's almost evident as guys try to, like, you know, shoulder pad tag him, uh, uh, tackle him, excuse me, and grab him by the arms. And he's just stiff-farming guys left and right, running down the field. Derrick Henry's a beast. You don't want to mess around with him. Another beast on defense at number 17 for your Seattle Seahawks. Your Seattle Seahawks. I'm a 49er fan. Bobby Wagner, man, he don't get the credit he deserves. He's one of the most intelligent middle linebackers in football. He's always around the ball. That guy does incredible things game in and game out. Never gets the credit he deserves. Bobby Wagner, I'm giving you the credit. Number 18, talk about my Niners. George Kittle. He's a blocker. He's a decoy. He's a playmaker. He can do end arounds. He can do anything. He is the best tight end in football, and I'm not being biased by that. Travis Kelsey is fantastic. So is Zach Ertz. I got you before that. But you know what? Kittle can do everything a tight end can do, and he's like Gronkowski, at, you know, same level or maybe even more. Who knows? We'll see. Keeping it going, number 19, as we get closer to our top 25, Stefan Gilmore. All right, Stefan Gilmore, the New England Patriots. He's got that Deion Sanders thing going, man. You don't want to throw it to his side. You just don't want to throw it to his side. He's going to pick it off. He's going to bat it down. The ball's going to be overthrown because Stefan Gilmore's got that blanket coverage. He is fantastic. Unbelievable. Defensive player of the year last year. Guy is amazing, and I voted for him as well. Number 20, you can make an argument for another cornerback, Tredavious White of the Bills. Guy is the same almost as Stefan Gilmore. He's extremely athletic. He's always around the ball. He's a pro bowler. He's fantastic and part of one of the best defenses in the NFL. Speaking of really good defenses, yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a really good defense, and Shaquille Barrett is one of those guys. I mean, for the Bucs and then moving around I me. Mean, listen, I mean, God, Shaquille Barrett is just an absolute playmaker. He's fast, strong, sack master. He could do a whole bunch of things, man. That guy is an absolute beast, and he had a great year last year and even the year before. Somebody I should have probably put ahead of him, Chris Jones for the Kansas City Chiefs again. Super Bowl champion, very intelligent, very strong. In the Super Bowl, he was batting down balls in that last drive, and it drove me absolutely crazy. Garoppolo didn't adjust, but all credit to Chris Jones. 
he made that happen along with the offensive Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes and Damian Williams. Let's not forget, all right, uh, Chris Jones on defense was their MVP right there. And he really is going forward. They gave him a big contract. He deserves it. Congratulations. A guy who gets left out because he's on just a crappy team, and I'm sorry, at number 23, Geno Atkins, Cincinnati Bengals. Size, speed, a nightmare for offensive linemen. This guy can take on two, three guys at a time. He is, again, one of those guys who anchors your defense, and you just can't be without. He is a wonderful, wonderful player. Let's see what him and uh, Dunlap can do this year and maybe help out that defense and Joe Burrow, their uh, rookie quarterback coming in. Can't wait to see what happens there. As we continue with the last couple, Number 24, my boy Damien would be happy with this one. Cameron Jordan, complete football player, complete leader, complete everything. Guy is a wonderful player, a wonderful human. Um, not that that has anything to do with him on the field, but he's a great guy. A lot of these guys are great guys. Russell Wilson, I have so much respect for, so many. Saquon Barkley, so on and so forth. But Cameron Jordan, playmaker, leader, everything, does what he's got to do, makes the Saints a much better defense than what they really appear to be. That guy's great. 25, I could have gone with so many different players, and this guy could have put up at number 15, number 10 even. He got traded this offseason. He's now in the Baltimore Ravens. He's six foot freaking eight, and he's an absolute monster. His name is Calais Campbell, and here we go, guys. Calais Campbell coming in to the Ravens to make maybe the best defense in the league even that much better. Wow. All right. 6'8", dude. Calais Campbell feared just looking at him. Scares you. It is scary, man. Dude, that guy's a beast. There's so many other players that we could talk about and put in there. And that's what I want from you. That's why I wanted to do a quick one today. Let you guys get in on this. Listen to it. Uh, however long it may be, 15, 20 minutes, I have no idea. I'm not counting right now. But however long this may be, I want to hear some feedback from you guys about the list. Um, if players belong in different spots, what you think about my list and who you would have. Maybe your top five, your top 10. Go to top 25 if you want, whatever it is. Love the interaction on Twitter. Get me on Twitter at SportsProfit1. That is the number one. And you can follow our podcast also at 3rd and 3 Podcast. That's with me, Damian, and Nikki. Again, coming to you Sunday. We can't wait. We got a lot of NFL action for you. We do our Mount Player Player. We got Knowledge with Nikki. We're doing NFC. We're starting with the NFC East. Uh, great debates that we're bringing back. I don't want to give you too much information. I don't want to save a lot of the good stuff. So you know how we do it on 3rd and 3, and we're going to get there on Sunday. But for this Friday morning, I wanted to give you guys a little fun, a little taste, and getting ready for the NFL season, which hopefully will be happening on time. We did have some baseball. We got basketball coming up. Very exciting. Uh, look, let's just hope everybody stays healthy. That's my number one thing. And you know that listening to this show, Third and Three Podcasts, and anybody I talk to when I'm a uh, guest on their show. Safety, number one thing. That's what we have to have. And then it's an extremely difficult thing with what we got going on right now. But, and again, so many other issues in the world, and I don't want to go through all of it right now. I really don't. If you look at my Twitter feed, you know, I'm always trying to put out healing, helpful words for people to hear and and listen to and, you know, sink in. And, you know, again, guys, we can all do this. We can unite. We can all be one and really do things together and battle COVID and battle 
um, the injustice in the world and do it all together, especially here in this country. And we're doing a good job, but again, we got to keep this stuff peaceful. We will be hurt. We will be hurt, and we're being hurt. But it's going to hurt if we're doing it in a violent manner. So let's keep our cool. Let's get stuff together. We're in a better path than we have been in a long time, and I love that. So let's keep going. Guys, um, I've enjoyed this this morning on an early Friday morning with you guys. Uh, again, Rufus Sports Podcast presented by the Sports Column. we got a show coming up this weekend on 3rd and 3 with Damien and Nikki. Can't wait to do it. I thank you all for listening. Get back to me on Twitter, Sports Profit one And uh, I'd love to hear what you think about this. And give me some of yours, guys, all right? So we are out for now. Rufus Sports Podcast. We will be back soon. And I'll catch you over the weekend. Later.